alone. This is welcome to whatever. And in this episode, we are continuing Spooky Fun. Anyway, continuing with the trends that left by last week. And I have a story for us today. Yes, it's on Reddit. It's from Reddit. <laughs> it's another Reddit. Our, our friend Reddit. Reddit is helping us again. By Glowloaf407. Oh, it was posted really recently, too. I didn't notice that until right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> Anyways, it's on the r slash, slash no sleep part. I don't know. I don't subreddit. know how Reddit works. Yeah, it's I don't subreddit. know. It's called the subreddit. I don't know how Reddit works. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, so. Before well, we get carried away, uh, anything, any new updates for the week? I got my wisdom teeth taken out last week. Oh. Yeah. And don't go to work. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Because the medicine you get it makes you really tired, and I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> to get I through my shit, but it wasn't cause like the pain, unless like you like don't get medicine, but you should <laughs> anyway. That's that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. How about you? Any? Um, I learned that the new Titanic Lego set came out. Oh that yeah. This idiot wants to get it for me. I keep saying why that. not. I don't understand why not. Because it's six hundred dollars. Okay. Money is temporary. How long is that going to last? <laughs> Probably temporary as well. <clears throat> oh my god. Money makes the world go around, so we're going to need money. That is but, true. Money does make the world go around. So be true. smart, kids. Don't do. Don't be like this idiot. Buy everything you see. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, Anna can get started with a story now. Alright, so Glolo titled it, My Daughter's Stuffed Animals Keep Disappearing. Kept Disappearing. Bruh, that sounds like a... <laughs> that sounds fun. Becoming a father is life-changing. It puts many things into perspective. Everyday routines become irrelevant once you hold your very own baby for the first time. Sure the, constant, sure, the constant changing of diapers and the crying every night are a tad annoying, but seeing little Emma smile as we play brightens my entire day. I feel like I owe you. The father's reading this and an apology. You will despise me after reading the story, and I don't blame you for that. But whatever you do, don't come looking for me, as by the time you read it, Read this, ah, I'll be gone. Read it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> get it. Read it. Aha. Aha. Okay, I'll, I'll show that. Ever since little Emma was a baby, she loved stuffed animals. When she was born, we introduced her to a miss to Mr. Snuffles and a cute little bunny. Uncle Tommy forgot to take off the price tag, revealing it was probably the cheapest toy he could have, he could find in some shady gas station on his way to the hospital. <sighs> Reflecting on that moment, I honestly, I'm honestly surprised he even showed up. I watched Emma sleep, cuddled, and played with Mr. Snuffles for ne- the next three years. And after those years, well, little Snuffles just disappeared. 
My wife and I spent hours looking and spent over, oh, and spent even longer trying to stop our baby girl from crying. Emma slept with us that night, and honestly, it made me wish she left Mr. Snuffles every day. <laughs> Mr. Snuffles one night, I went out. <laughs> All the stuffed animals we got, Emma, in the next couple of months met the same fate. They all seemed to disappear at night. No matter how hard Sophie and I searched, sometimes it took a week, sometimes only a couple hours. It's almost like they just got up and left or something. At they some said, point, I, I'm out. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> 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 I was really they pulled a Toy Story, but anyway, <laughs> um. At some point, we even thought Emma was messing with us, hiding the stuffed animals so we can buy her even more. It wasn't surpri- it wouldn't surprise me. To be honest, Emma is a very bright kid, brighter than a lot of the children her age. This entire plushie story went on for two straight months, but after we decided to stop buying her plushies, things took a terrifying turn. <laughs> it started small, with Emma refusing to talk. Sure, she can be a stubborn kid, but this seemed different somehow. It felt like Emma locked herself up inside her own bubble. She stopped being her joyful little self and instead spent hours just laying in bed, facing the wall so she wouldn't have to look at us. Sure, this is strange behavior, but it's Emma refusing to eat that really got us concerned. Every meal became a fight, with Emma scratching, screaming, and crying. I never told anyone, but she bit me once. I was trying to make her a sandwich for the fifth time, and while grabbing the peanut butter, she bit my arm. Not a minor bite, either. Want to hear something weird? When I, re- no. <laughs> when I returned to the kitchen after patching myself up, she actually smiled. For the first time in days, and for a couple hours, everything returned to normal. She even fell asleep on my lap while watching cartoons later that day. Sophie came up with the idea to place a baby monitor in Emma's room. I wasn't fond of the suggestion, but at this point, Emma hadn't eaten in a week, in two days. <laughs> Oops. I forgot. Yeah. I normally, I'm normally used to, like, they haven't seen her in weeks, because you know I, I watch a lot of murder, like, not murder mysteries. Yeah, mm-hmm. murder mysteries in Chicago. So, this is weird being on this side. I don't know. I'm used to listening. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... But at this point, Emma hadn't eaten in two days. Over the past couple of weeks, Sophie had grown this habit of checking up on Emma, little Emma every hour. It made me realize how much pressure I put, uh, this put on both of us. The baby monitor was our final attempt at fixing our daughter ourselves before getting professional help. I drove over to the closest store and found a cheap baby monitor with an integrated camera. The monitor was sound and motion activated recording for two minutes after moment movement was detected i i'm sorry i'm dyslexic you know how to read my friend no anyways the monitor was (laughs) the monitor was sound and motion activated recording for two minutes after movement got detected i installed the camera in emma's room and used an old memory card i still had a the photography course I followed once. (laughs) I still remember how I felt when reviewing the footage for the first time. For some reason, Sophie and I truly hoped this footage would tell us 
What was wrong with little Emma? The first clip started with the crackling sounds of the baby monitor's ca- uh, microphone. I thought it was camera. It's in the next line. <laughs> mixed with the mixed with a low pitched giggle. The camera's night vision needed a minute to adjust, and it took a couple seconds before you can distinguish all the different shapes of the room. Little Emma was sleeping, and everything looked quite normal at first. If I hadn't bought a baby monitor with an integrated microphone, Sophie and I would never even have noticed the low-pitched giggles coming from the right, coming from right underneath the baby monitor. It sounded so distorted, and the pitch seemed to be all over the place. It wasn't until Emma opened her eyes and started giggling along that we noticed how good the audio quality actually was. Something was in Emma's room. Selfie and I was shocked, and it took us a while before we decided to watch the two other recordings. The second recording started with Emma standing right in front of the monitor, blocking its view. This clap didn't last for two minutes. Instead, it lasted for an hour. The minor movement Emma made was apparently enough to keep the recording going. She, she seemed to be wiggling from left to right, very slowly, almost like as if she was singing a song. The audio recording, however, proved that Emma was quiet as, night, as the night itself. It was me opening our bedroom door to take a leak that alerted little Emma to make, and made her jolt back into bed. The last recording showed Emma sleeping, her heavy breathing barely picked up by the baby monitor. The things we saw in the next couple of minutes shocked us to the core. Two long, shadow-like arms reached out from under her bed, oh, and before no. we had, what the and, fuck? No, and before you went off, carry on. I lost where I was at. <laughs> Said two um, long arms or whatever. Two long, shadow-like arms reached out from under the bed, and before we had the time to set our minds straight, both hands grabbed and pulled Emma's legs. She landed on the ground with a loud smack, and within within three seconds, she completely disappeared beneath the bed, gone from the camera's view. The last 30 seconds of the footage consist of Emma crying softly, and a second voice trying to comfort her by singing some lullaby in a distorted, crackling voice. John produced Adams. I felt defeated. There was no way on earth this was happening. Monsters or ghosts don't exist. They're all just made up stories to frighten children into behaving. However, again and watch the video. However, the bruises on Emma's ankles and knees made me recognize. Seeking professional help was no longer an option. They would see Emma's bruised ankles and they would take her away from me. I failed as a father. I should have sought help, but I was so scared to lose my baby girl. So scared that I decided to try and fix things myself. Things got out of hand when we confronted Emma. What? Said the key thing he done to do. Things got out of hand when we confronted Emma with what we saw that first night. She started crying and screaming as I tried holding her in my arms to calm her down. She bit me again. It wasn't just a bite out of anger, though. She actually tried ripping the flesh from my arm, moaning with pleasure. She was trying to eat. 
After biting me at least two more times, she looked me into, in the eye, grinned, and threw up before fainting. Her puke consisted of blood, tiny strings of wolves and other pieces of cloth. Had she been eating her stuffed animals? I was so disturbed, I didn't even realize how much the, blight, the bite marks on my arms were bleeding. Sophie and I decided to turn on the live feed on the baby monitor and place it in our bedroom. Sophie and Emma would sleep together in our room, while I would spend the night in Emma's room, following along with the live feed. The last thing I remember is trying to stay awake while the soft, cackled humming of a woman singing a lullaby filled Emma's room. I hadn't slept in two days, and for the first time in months, I felt all the stress flowing away from my body. The humming had turned into whispering. I couldn't make out any of the words, but that didn't matter. I woke up five. <laughs> I woke up five hours later at two a.m. The sudden pain in my arm woke me up. To be honest, to be honest, <laughs> I thought it was a continuing thread. Sorry. See all of um. See all of Emma's bite marks were bleeding again. My fingers were covered in blood, and it took me a minute to realize I had moved to the back of Emma's wall room. Something. <laughs> Something was written in on the wall in blood. My blood. What's his name? I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Anyways. What? I'm gonna laugh. It's okay, it says Doo Doo PT Popo. I don't wanna say this. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you think you're accidentally summoning a demon or something? Right, yeah, so <laughs> Dudu Piti Popo Piti Popo Pavil. You're probably butchering it to hell and back, so nothing's gonna happen, anyways. Dodo. Dudu. Dudu. Dudu? If I told you I didn't kill my wife, would you. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did he say? If I told you I didn't kill my wife, would you believe me? Something had ripped the flesh from her neck. Bite marks, bite marks were all over her body, revealed that something had been eaten, been eating her. The local news claims that a mentally ill man forced his three-year-old daughter to practice cannibalism on her dead mother. I won't waste any more time on this message. I have been tracking Emma for days now. The scent is getting harder to ignore. I am coming, little Emma. What the hell? Someone commented, I believe you, OP. Oh my god. Thanks for sharing your story, and I hope you meet Emma again soon. <laughs> fucking ready. Of course, that's gonna be some. <laughs> what the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> so, the plot twist was he got possessed instead of Emma, or something like that. I don't fucking know. That one was. Posted 11 hours ago. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Guys, <laughs> I don't think we should encourage him to meet his daughter. Because what if he kills her? Well, he killed his mom. So, not his mom, his fucking wife. That's true. No, I can't sleep. No, one did. It's a word called no sleep. Anyway. Well, uh, 
Also, did you know October 21st is a uh, National Throw Slow Pe- Short People Day? You know what? Shut up. So, Anna, I will find you and I will throw you. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't see now. You want another one? I don't know if it's it's on the same. It's, I don't know if it's good, but it's on the no. No, so the, let's just take a gamble. <laughs> take a gamble. <clears throat> the corn cookie experiment. Independent the projects. Independent projects division, Los Angeles office. Incident report. Employee details. It sounds like should SCP. I, should I read all of this? Do it. And name, Dr. Stephen Parker, Department Biology. Phone number, not available. Description of incident. Location. Kappa Lab. Date, August 12th, 2020 through September 5th, 2021. Time, not available. Time, it happened. <laughs> incident details. How the incident happened, factors leading up to the event, be as specific and detailed as possible. Oh, did I say he wrote this? No. <laughs> or posted it? It's, it was posted by a head of Spectre. Spectre? I don't know. Anyways. Apologies for the messed up name our friend here can't read. <laughs> Anyways. On August 12th, 2020, human trials of the Cornucopia Project began. Supervised under Dr. Lawrence Ross. The stated goal of this project, was, as outlined by Dr. Ross, was to make it easier to, to obtain human organs for transplant for patients in dire need of them. This would reduce the wait time to receive an organ transplant and eventually reduce some of the variables that factor into performing a successful transplant. <laughs> Sorry, mm. not funny. <laughs> You, why are you laughing at this? <laughs> it's not funny, I'm sorry. This sounds like illegal <laughs> organ harvesting. No, it's an experiment, so... Technically, it's not. Anyway. It's not illegal if you put the word experiment at the end, guys. <laughs> Such as offering patients organs that are more likely to be compatible and less likely to be rejected to the body, by the body. The name... The Cornucopia project was chosen based on the idea that should the project that should the project succeed, we wouldn't be able to meet and even exceed the demand for organ transplant, effectively creating a life-saving cornucopia of vital organs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ross and I, along with several other members of the team, Dr. Sandra Lang and Dr. Arthur Hurt, had spent had spent several months in of preliminary research prior to the research. Can we cut that out? <laughs> what? Like that entire part? <laughs> uh, I didn't hear anything. Okay, well then cut that part out. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear nothing. Oh, okay. We won't be yelling. That's why. Oh. Okay. Well, then. 
if you can cut the part where I said cut the part from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> okay. You know what would be fun? If we all managed to get ourselves into crippling debt and then go on Squid Game. Oh my god, stop. Anyway. <laughs> Continue with your story. I love Halloween. I can just scare little kids and not get in trouble for it. That that is horrible. That is horrible. <laughs> Anyways, where was that? For legal reasons, that was a joke. <laughs> legal? I hope it is a joke. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start back from the beginning of this paragraph. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Dr. Ross and I, along with several other members of the team, Dr. Sandra Lang and Dr. Dr. Arthur Hurt, had spent several months of preliminary research prior to the start of our trial. We had developed a method to induce Cebro using cells from various organs by exposing said cells to a compound of proteins and engineered cells. In theory, we can regenerate an entire organ from just a few cells. An entire organ? Nice. The purpose of this phase was to test and refine our theory with the desired result of creating viable organs that could be used for a successful transplant. To achieve this, we used samples from pigs taken from the liver, heart, lungs, and brain. Samples from my pigs. Sorry, I can't read. Anyways. (laughs) You're doing great. Over the next month, using a mixture of compounds, we we stimulated growth. To stimulate growth, we achieved some success in our endeavors. The liver, heart, and lungs were the first to develop. However, the brain took longer. On the amount, on the account of the complexity of the project, some some adjustments were made to the compound to ensure that it was receiving what it needed to continue growing. You know, After if you di- think about it, the brain named itself. You know what, Brennan? Shush. <laughs> carry on after duplicating the success over a six month period we attempted a series of transplants with live subjects 25 pigs received regular healthy organ transplants as a control group and 15 received organs developed by the team we monitored all 35 pigs over one year over a one year period after that of the control group 23 of the 25 pigs had survived and were in good health. Damn. Imagine killing two pigs. Anyway. Imagine dying. However, of the pigs who had received the uh, uh, what? However, of the pigs who had received the lab developed organs, 14 of the 15 14 of 15 were still alive and in good health. One pig had succumbed to an infection following the surgery. These results were considered exceptional, and a second trial was carried out with similar results. We were given permission to attempt human trials. What? <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> you what? You did what? Kind of sus, bro. As stated before, human trials began on August 12, 2020. After the first several months, we began to see similar results to what we saw with the pig subjects. The lug, heart, and liver developed quickly, and using the modified compound, we were able to see stable development in the brain. For the first two weeks of development, progress went well, but was as expected. 
However, as after the two-week mark, we began to notice some unusual activity in the human brain cells being used in the trial. I wonder what happened. I wonder if the brain started thinking. No. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> doesn't that make sense? If you're gonna make a brain, the brain is gonna start thinking. You know? Well, that's what brains do. <laughs> they think. I they wonder how they think no more. I wonder how pigs' brains think. Well, they probably well all brains think, except for jellyfish. They don't have brains. That's probably the unusual activity, like the thinking. Anyways. At the suggestion of Dr. Wang, we performed a scan on the brain and picked up signs of neuro- neurological activity when none should exist. Wait a minute. I was right. Anyway. Wait a minute. This Who discovery. Uh, she had determined some unusual activity when she ran some tests to determine that the brain was viable. This discovery immediately caused some debate amongst our team. Dr. Lang recommended stopping the experiment for a time, citing concerns about the possible backlash that the project could receive if the brain we were developing was in fact developing its own conscious consciousness. That's 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 wild. Why would they start <laughs> with the brain? That's wild. No, they're doing the liver. What are they doing again? The lungs, heart, and liver, and the brain. Yeah. Why would they start with the brain? If this is I don't the first know. human test, why start with the brain? I don't know, this is crazy. They started with the most complex organ. Or one of the most complex. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> what do you mean? It is, dude, okay, I'm gonna, I have something to talk about after this. Anyway, <laughs> she mentioned having worked with a Dr. Carson. We're never going to get to talk about it today. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> she mentioned having worked with Dr. Carson with a Dr. Carson in the past on a project that dealt with living human brain, and the said project had been shut down after things had gone out of hand. I myself looked up to Dr. Carson and was unable to find any details. I myself looked up looked up Dr. Carson, and was unable to find any details on whatever project she was involved in only that she passed away in 20 if she was involved if she was ever involved in any project for the ipd the files were cleared away thoroughly damn imagine working on a project and then have it being cleared thoroughly imagine just all your work in the trash sorry (laughs) i wonder why i wonder why what Maybe Anyways. something will go horribly wrong in in her bit. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Despite our discussions on the matter, ultimately the decision whether to continue the project or not was up to Dr. Ross. Dr. Ross, Dr. Ross, elected to continue Ross. working. Elected to continue working on the project despite the adamant protest of Dr. Lang, who resigned from the team soon after. Oh shit. <laughs> Despite Dr. Dr. Lang's re- resignation, Dr. Ross did take her concerns under advisement and requested that we begin development on a, both a new human brain and a new pig brain while isolating the one we had already developed. 
he explained to me that he was interested in seeing if the other brains would behave in a similar manner and develop the same ability to think. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Ross, you are quite quite sick. <laughs> he also wanted to monitor the brain we had already developed to confirm just how highly development how highly developed its functions were. To, de- to help determine this information, Dr. Ross delegated several members of our research team to study the behavior of the brains developed the brains developed for this project and appointed me to be in charge of the secondary team. Dr. Dr. Her assisted Dr. Hurt assisted Dr. Ross in continuing to oversee the development and later on the clinical trials of the lungs, liver, and heart we had grown. Over the next three months, I and my research team studied both our original brain and the other brains we were developing. We determined that both the human brain, the, we determined that both the human and pig brains were showing the same signs of neurological activity and after comparing it to some baselines provided by both members of the research team and the control group we brought in, we determined that the oldest of the brain did indeed seem to be displaying erratic patterns of thought that seemed consistent with panic and extreme pain. Ayo, you guys are hurting the brain. (laughs) I better stop hurting the brain before I hurt you. Using this data, we were able to hypothesize that the brain was most likely conscious and displaying some form of awareness, and that it would not be long until the other brains began to do the same. Damn. Damn. Anyways, I brought these findings to Dr. Roth and explained to him that Dr. Lang's concern seemed to have been well-placed. I recommended that we destroy the. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, um, let me start again. I recommended that we destroy the subjects, as it was my professional opinion that nothing could be done to ease any suffering they might feel, and that euthanasia was the most compassionate option. What? <laughs> It's so horrible. Dr. Ross refused my request to euthanize the subjects and and instead insisted that I continue to monitor them. Dr. Ross, you are one sick and evil man. One sick and evil man. I wonder what these brains, like they're obviously in pain, right? But like what would happen if we put them in a human body? Maybe I'm also sick. Anyways, (laughs) Uh, when I questioned his judgment, he admitted to me that he was curious to see how these brains might continue to develop and assured me that if if there truly was no other option to ease their pain, he would sign off on their euthanization. That's not what it says, but okay. (laughs) Well, I think that's what they were trying to say. He also assured me that he had no intention of using these brains for transplants. I will admit, I was not fully satisfied with Dr. Ross's ruling, 
However, I accepted it and continued our research into, de- into the developing brains for the next several months. Why? I would have left. I would have left. I looked into some means to reduce the level of panic that the brains were experiencing through chemical means. What if they were panicking because they can't see what's going on? Are they you sure they weren't feel... out of disco? <clears throat> are you sure those brains were panicking at the disco? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> see, that was a funny joke. We lost one of the brains after a month due to what I could only describe as an overwhelming panic attack. Damn, the panic pig brain. The pig brain also stopped functioning, although we were unable to determine why. We presumed that the cause of death was stress related, though. The original brain continued to develop, however. During the next few months, I began to notice that it was developing developing its own brainstem and nerve. And And inspection of the stem and nerves confirmed the layout matched designs of the human body, although with no body to constrain them. Both the brain and the nervous system gradually began to take on a new shape. Um... (laughs) The, the brain itself eventually became more spherical and the nervous system began to adhere to the glass. Within six months of its creation, the brain no longer resembled a part of human anatomy. You couldn't... Okay. <laughs> I reported all of this to Dr. Ross and suggested that we cancel the trials all of the brains. Dr. Ross, however, raised the question as to why the pig brains had seemed to function normally and the human brains were not. It's like the Ross guy. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him. And it was simply due to the amount of time stuck in the tank. He later drafted a design for a tank designed to mold the brain into a more appropriate shape for future subjects. Although, this was never implemented. Dr. Ross, can Dr. we just Ross stop? Dr. Ross, time to sus, bro. Can we? <clears throat> I wonder what the brain is thinking. <laughs> Probably thinking, the fuck, man. <laughs> I continued to observe the brain in the tank as it was continued to attempt to develop. By nine months, the other brains were dead, and only the original remained. I had noted that it had continued to develop during the last several months, having developed its own circulatory, circulatory system and lungs, as well as a thin skin to protect them. Wow. During this they, time, they are making a body. Yeah. Trust me, they are making a whole ass body. During this time, it began began to somewhat resemble a boneless human torso, or some species of jellyfish. Ha, boneless. <laughs> As the subject developed a digestive system, I was unable to document it. The cells were meant to gain nutrient nutrition. From the compound they were kept in, as far as I could tell, the subject continued to do just that. What the actual fuck? <laughs> what is? Why are we continuing this experiment? <laughs> because Doctor Ross says so. In August of this year, around one year after the subject had been created, one of the researchers brought to my attention that the subject had been observed moving around inside its tank. 
I watched the video and have sent it to the appropriate supervisors as evidence. This included Dr. Roth, who dismissed the footage that right, and when I urged him to allow me to terminate the subject, he refused to grant authorization. Huh? This is why I decided to issue the order for termination without authorization. Though I am aware that my actions may be may have constituted gross insubordination, I believe with a good cause that Dr. Ross's judgment was flawed, and that terminating the subject was benefit was for the benefit of our entire team. After one of the researchers observed that the subject was moving again, I requested that at eight o'clock that evening. Both of the oxygen and compound being fed into its tank be shut off. I believe that this would both starve and suffocate the subject, Damn. killing it peacefully, and that by the time I came back peacefully. the next morning, the subject would be deceased. As evidence, as evidenced by the security footage that has no doubt been sent to the appropriate supervisors, this did not occur. At, approximate, at approximately 9 p.m. last night, the subject began to react violently. At around 9.10, it, success, it successfully damaged its enclosure, and by 9.12, it had shattered the glass and released itself. Oh, hell no. By 9.13, by the subject was not visible on any camera. However, the researchers who were present at the time, Sarah Peacock, Safe Connery, Arnold Gardner and Patrick Moss were all deceased. Damn. Fucking dead. The, the video footage depicted their attack as subsequent and subsequent death at the hands of the subject. Connery's body was removed from the scene, having been partially decapitated and used by the subject to leave the area. <clears throat> Damn. I am aware that the other staff who were on the shift last night had, have gone missing as well, and that the subject has yet to be located. If indeed it is even, if indeed it even is still inside the facility, I am also aware that Connery remains that Connery's remains were discovered in Gamma Lab, and that there was blood belonging to another unidentified victim at the scene. What the actual? Fuck, yo. Why you better you start running, board? doctor. Because every moment you're not running, <laughs> he's getting closer. <laughs> I've seen in the security camera footage, the subject appears to be capable of hijacking. <laughs> anyway, continue. As seen in the security camera footage, the subject appears to be capable of hijacking a body and using it to move around more efficiently. However, as of this time, we do not know how effective this ability is or if it can be used to leave the facility without being noticed. Um, excuse the fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) How is it still in the facility? Oh my god, anyways. Follow-up recommendations. I recommend the immediate termination of Dr. Ross and the independent assessment of the validity 
of the Cornucopia Project based on the data received during these experiments. I firmly believe that Dr. Ross has crossed the line between between science and insanity, and for that, he cannot be allowed to continue leading the Cornucopia Project. He has displayed exceedingly poor judgment in regard to this project. Uh, uh, exceedingly poor judgment in regards to this aspect of the project, and I believe that the deaths of our researchers are primarily on his hands. What if Dr. Ross helped him escape? Of course, saying. it is Dr. Ross. <laughs> I also request the termination of the subject involved for the safety of both the subject and others. While on a genetic level, it's fully human. This subject does not display, this subject displays no other human traits. And I do not believe that it's possessed the mind of a man. I do not believe it's been, it can be reasoned with or dealt with without the use of, of lethal force. Even if I could, I would advise that the use of lethal force if for no other reason than simple compassion. I believe that this that its violent mannerisms are a direct result of the painful existence that it was born into. Yeah, this last yeah. part is bold, like the very last part. Anyways. Continue. That said, I am also aware that I am at fault for this incident as well. Same may argue that I should have listened to Dr. Ross. Others may argue that I should have terminated the subject much sooner. Whatever the verdict, I accept what punishment, whatever punishment I was given. And this person bold. I just hope that we are not too late to stop whatever it is that we have created before it claims more lives. What the actual heck? Fuck. This is he responds why. to people in comments. In character or what? I think so. Why? What what what's they like? What do they think? Okay. Someone said Dr. Ross needs his medical license revoked if clear signs of pain and panic weren't enough for him to display the shred of compassion. He was a real monster here. And then OP said his, perce- his perspective was that we were setting something we had grown up in our lab. I disagree with his judgment and agree with the re- revocation, revocation of his license, but I somewhat understand his motivation. We did not make this thing to be a human or even conscience. It was made as a spare parts to save lives. Spare parts? Spare spare parts anyways <laughs> yeah he's just my in character so that's pretty cool I suspect the want I suspect the wanted I suspect the want to see how far this would go I hope this answer was satisfying he spelled that wrong <laughs> someone said holy shit what have you guys created has it been found yet what does Dr. Ruff have to say for himself to, for the continuation of this project and it's in quotes this project, quote unquote, project. <clears throat> and OP said, Dr. Ross and I have not spoken. I am sure the project will continue under new leadership. I only regret that I will likely not be around to see it. We did receive promising re- results on the other organs. The brain was just developed much differently than we had expected. Dot, dot, dot. 
Maybe um, not try and play God and make a brain. And someone else said, do you invent a fucking Metroid? And then how to link something. And then OP was like, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Another person was said, uh, I would I would have let it fully develop for the sake of a, a, adaptation and evolution. For no purpose, for no purposes could be, could it be the considered sentient, sentient, sentient? Let me restart that. <laughs> I would have let it fully develop for the sake of adaptation and evolution. For no purposes could it be considered sentient until it's fully formed. And I encourage the re- repetition of this experiment. <laughs> the OP says, hmm. You sound like Dr. Ross. So. Uh, Dr. Uh, Ross is dumb. I can't tell if this is true. Or like it's ARG. not true. It's, it's, not, it's not true. It's on R slash mostly. Man's is just, man's is just responding in the perspective of the doctor writing the thing. Hmm. I don't know. Who is imaginary? I don't know. His his profile has been he's been two years on Reddit. <laughs> okay. Any more stories you would like to read? No. Are you scared? Yes. <laughs> Because his account seems very real. You probably didn't do that. Now, dear viewers, <laughs> are you afraid of the dark? Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you afraid of the unknown? Yes. Are you afraid of going into a forest and never walking out again? No. <laughs> what? Ugly. So you're not afraid? You're not afraid of going missing in a forest? No. Oh. Well, next week, I, if I remember, I will be talking about these missing 411 cases. Oh, wait, I have something to say, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I forgot. Oh. What do you want to say? Okay, so it's related to the brain thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, doctors... Like a while back, thought it was a good idea to poke a hole in your brain. Oh yeah, to stop. Lobotomized. Yeah, to stop like mental disorders. And mm-hmm. it's fucking sick. Like they would, they would stick like. At first, it was just like in your head, right? And then mm-hmm. another another doctor was like, "Let's stick it up the eyeballs." I didn't the hear about eye. the eyeballs. I didn't hear about the, the eyeballs. It would be like the needle or the 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 thingy, like the metal thingy would be mm-hmm. under it would go under your eyelid and into like where you know you like where your eyebrows have like the gap. Yeah. It's like right there because it's like soft or something. It's like softer it's the softer part of your brain or your skull. And they would hammer it. <laughs> just just hammer it. <laughs> I did not hear about this one. Yeah. I watched it and it, it was it was crazy. I was like, yo. And like the image 
of like the hole it looked so big it looked like a huge hole in your because that's what it was essentially it was just a hole and at first it would pour like alcohol on it what the fuck imagine how painful that has to be what imagine what the fuck and then after they were like okay the alcohol is taking away too much too much of what we what what we are trying to get rid get rid of right it's like too much they couldn't control the spread of alcohol a liquid mm-hmm. imagine that anyways so they were like you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna stab it and we're just gonna swish it around because like the part they were getting i think was the gray matter and they just like cut where it was connected to the brain and like they would just slice it and dice it <laughs> that sounds horrible but it didn't look good it looked disgusting and that's what i wanted to share because this is an actual thing that happened in our scientific medical history so that's yeah i didn't know about the eye one yeah and they had a lot of patients and it was very popular to just get it because you have a mental disorder yup it was a bad thing instead of you know psychology because who knew that would have been a thing who knew they didn't they didn't know it was a thing though clearly <laughs> well I think that's how it worked they didn't know it was a thing So yeah, that's what I wanted to share. That's all. <laughs> so um, be afraid of the doctors. Um, be afraid of the dark. Because no, because most of the patients were mental, mental patients. Yeah. And they didn't have a choice. Nope. So be, be scared of the doctors. Um, <laughs> be scared, be scared of, the of the dark. Don't go. Don't go missing. Don't go missing unless you really want to. And I mean, if it's okay with everyone else, like <laughs> that sounds horrible. But if it's okay with everyone, go ahead, go missing. Don't go missing, actually. Don't go missing. Stay here. Got a good plan. <laughs> Unless you really want to, but I wouldn't recommend it. I'm sorry. I'm such a horrible person. I was like, don't go. Is that a good plan? Like, have money saved up. Know where you're going. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> Unless you really trust somebody. Well, then it wouldn't be missing. Because someone knows where you are. True. Anyways. <laughs> that's it. Anyways, that's all I got for today. <laughs> Bye, guys. This has been Welcome to Whatever. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. And we are done. <laughs>